Quick Rants, episode 74. Help! We only make $500,000 a year! Life is tough. You work your ass off. And if you're lucky, you work your ass off at a job you like. If you are unlucky... It's at a job you despise, with co-workers you'd rather not see every day. But no matter how hard you work, no matter how meticulous your budget is, or how much overtime you put in, you just can't seem to make ends meet. Food, clothing, two car payments, childcare, housing, maxing out your 401k, charity donations, and three vacations a year just add up, and suddenly your measly pittance of half a million dollars a year is gone. Gone! No, sadly, I am not lying. Financialsamurai.com I've never heard of this site before, but now it's famous for this ass fuckery they posted. Recently, they attempted to detail the struggle the American worker faces and how if you live in a big city, even rich people live paycheck to paycheck. The article was supposed to highlight how costly it is to live in today's American economy. And I think it was also trying to take a sly shot at people who think a 40% tax bracket for the rich is just too damn high. This article Picard facepalms itself multiple times, and while intending to tell a story about how impossible it is to live an average lifestyle, it actually displays the level of insatiable greed the average American has. I hear you right now. Those of you who know me, you're saying, Scott, you're a materialistic bastard. Yes. Yes, I am. Guilty. But back to the article. The financial samurai insta-fails before even getting to the laughable budget of his New York couple by stating, Although making $500,000 a year may sound like a Herculean task, you'd be surprised to know there are plenty of regular folks who hit the half-million mark every year. My fucking ass they do! In 2010, the richest state in the country was Connecticut. 1.34% of that yuppie state had an adjusted gross income of 500k or more. IRS data puts the current number of people earning 500k or more at 940,000. The current population of America, for context, is 323 million. That means that less than half of 1% of Americans make $500,000 a year. It's always a good sign when an article manipulates the data right at the start. Sure, financial samurai. Plenty of people do make that much, but they aren't regular folks. The median income was $59,000 a year in 2018. Not $59,000 a month, $59,000 a year. Regular folk are making just above 10% of the $500,000 a year that you say plenty of regular folks are making. Sorry, financial samurai, but the rock can smell what you are cooking, and it's shit. To be fair... The financial samurai did acknowledge everything I just said, but that didn't stop him or her from pressing forward to tell you the horrible plight of the half-million-dollar-a-year couple. Shall we delve into their budget and embrace the horror? Yes, we shall. The budget starts with the two New York lawyers' $500,000-a-year salary. The budget then subtracts $18,000 each, $36,000 total, for their 401k contributions, which is the legal maximum that you can do and get it matched and tax sheltered before you don't get your tax deductible. It then deducts the 40% effective tax rate and leaves them with 
a measly $278,400 net after taxes and 401k contributions. Oh my, how will they live on only $23,000 a month net after taxes and 401k? The first expense listed on the budget is childcare. That's at $42,000 a year. Many of you are immediately rolling your eyes at this expense, but I'll give this one a pass. Childcare is expensive, and in New York City, quality safe care for a 3- and 5-year-old could conceivably run $3,500 a month. It probably doesn't have to, and if you wanted to, you could begin arguing right here that this budget is inflated. But I'll give them a pass on this item. The next budget is food for four at $23,000 annually, followed by the mortgage at $60,000 a year. Here's where we can really start chipping away at this nonsense. Yes, in Brooklyn, New York, factually, $1.5 million is just going to get you a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, 1,700-square-foot apartment, which is what these two have. That's nothing very opulent. They're not living grandly. However, who the fuck says you have to live in the city? Housing does become less expensive as you can increase the commuting time to downtown New York. Living in the city is not a necessity. You chose to live in the city. You could choose to commute to the city. So cry me a river over the 5 k a month mortgage and the $1,600 a month in property taxes. You wanted to live there. You wanted the prestige. Stop passing off this luxury as a necessity. This is part of the reason that you live check to check. Maybe you just don't make enough yet to have an apartment in New York City. You wanted the prestige. You wanted the experience of living in the Big Apple. If you were so concerned about saving and not living check to check, you would have bought a cheaper home that might be larger and you would have commuted to work. The budget loses all credibility, though, with the next item. $18,000 for three vacations a year. $18,000 for three vacations a year. Three $6,000 vacations a year. I haven't been on one $6,000 vacation in my life. Eat shit. Eat my shit. Don't for one second tell me how tough it is to live and get by if you have the budget for three fucking $6,000 a year vacations. I don't fucking care whatever you say after that. You took three $6,000 a year vacations. Shut the fuck up. In fact, if you have the budget for one vacation, stop talking. A vacation is something you take after you pay your bills. You're doing okay if you have the money left to pay for a vacation out of pocket. You save for a vacation with money that you have left after you pay your bills. I've gone on two vacations in the last three years. To sit there and throw vacation on your budget and act like it has equal weight with the rent and the car and the utilities is absurd. I can make anyone's budget seem tight if I toss in unneeded luxury items. Yeah, you know, I just don't know how I'm going to make the ends meet. It's really tough this month. I might not have money to feed my kids because my cycling lessons with Lance Armstrong are really eating up the income. That 20 k a month is just difficult to scrape together. But you know what? Fitness and my health is important. There's also those golf lessons with Tiger Woods. Gotta live my best life. Shit gets fucking expensive, right? The air quotes budget continues to be ignorantly padded with an $18,000 charity donation to feed the children and their college alumni associations. Look, feed the children is admirable. It's a great cause. Giving to charity is fantastic. But in the end, if you're living check to check as these people claim to be, maybe the feed the children can get by on two to three hundred dollars a month and the alumni association can go fly a kite. I can solve the check to check problem right here. Don't need to go anywhere else in your budget. You can even go on your three vacations a year. You just don't make enough money to give away fifteen hundred dollars a month in charity. 
You just don't. Charity or the vacations? If you really want to give to the charity, then pass up on the vacations at the cost of doing a good deed. Most of the other items on this budget are reasonable. $9,600 a year in car payments. That sounds like a lot, but $400 a car a month is actually pretty reasonable. You're not going to save too much more money by cutting down to a Kia, but you could. Home maintenance of $5,000. That could be reasonable. Might be inflated. You're probably not paying five grand a year every year in maintaining your home. Insurance, gas, life insurance, clothes, student loan debt. It's all fairly reasonable. Some of it's inflated. I don't think you need $9,600 a year in clothes. I mean, how many new pairs of clothes do you need as an adult? You're done growing. Do your children need $9,600 in clothes at three and five in a year? I mean, even if you inflate your budget, how many how much do your children need? They're growing, but seriously. I mean, Kohl's makes decent clothes for kids at three and five. But there are two more entries here that are just absurd or flat out bald face padding. The first is children's lessons for piano, violin, sports, and academics at 12000 a year. Your children are three and five! I know the parents are killing themselves getting Johnny and Jill into advanced preschools and extracurricular activities out the ass because the competition for college starts at fucking three now. Enough with this stupid insanity. As a society, we're saying that your entrance to a college might depend on if your parents forced you to play the violin at an age when you don't even know what one is? How in the fuck does what your parents force you to do at five matter? Let kids be kids. Stop this bullshit. Kids are just kids. They get a short time in life to just relax, have fun, and eat glue without consequences. You're not doing it for the kid either, parents. You're doing it for your own ego and to prove to everyone how special your child is and how great of a parent you are. It's actually psychologically destroying a generation of kids by robbing them of a childhood. $12,000 a year for piano lessons and a special preschool? My kid better be the next Mozart and write concertos at age 8 and explain Einstein's theory of relativity at 5. But when you get right down to it, they aren't. Preschool is fine. Teach kids today at 3 and 4 what they did in my generation at age 5. That's fine. Stop acting like it should cost as much as a community college semester to fucking do it. It's criminal. You taught a 3-year-old the ball is blue. You didn't teach them utilitarian ethics. The other item on this budget that is just wrong is miscellaneous 10k because something comes up. That's a savings account, fucker! That's what your savings is for! So at the end, when you say this family is making $500,000 and is just scraping by and only has $7,500 net after all expenses, you are lying! They have $17,500 because of the rainy day fund! And they actually have $35,500 because a goddamn vacation is not a necessary expense but a luxury purchase! If you just didn't vacation, you'd be nowhere near living check to check. You'd be fucking fine. If you cut the charity donations, it's 53500 that you have net when it's all said and done. So yeah, after they light on fire or save the equivalent of the average American family's income, yeah, they're struggling. If you add in the 36k in retirement funding, which most families can't afford because the 36k is actually savings... They're saving $89,500 a year. Yeah, they're really living net, net. Yeah, they're really living check to fucking check, financial ass clown. But even if you're right, and after paying for the 1,700 square foot, three bedroom, two bathroom, downtown apartment, BMW and Toyota Highlander, getting the kids into quality preschools and piano lessons, out of pocket without loans, taking three vacations a year without loans, maxing out the 401k, and paying for the home maintenance for the year out of pocket... They probably still, at the end of your budget, have $7,500 a year in savings. 
The average American has no savings and would love to be able to save $7,500 a year. Hell, the average American would love to be able to debt finance the home, cars, life for the kids, 401k contributions, and three fucking vacations. But they can't. They debt finance a crappy apartment, one car that isn't nice, maybe one vacation, no retirement funding, and they borrow the funds for the home maintenance and just hope they can put it off for one more year because the payday loan they took out is charging 37% on a $250 loan and they paid back $4,000 for it. They're hoping, hoping at the end of the day that they can put the tax refund in a savings account this year so they have something for a rainy day. Because their rainy day fund wasn't in the budget like your $10,000 something came up budget. Jesus, we'd all love to have a something came up budget of $10,000 a year. Tell me again that you're struggling? So yes, a 40% tax bracket is fine. People making this much money can get by just fine being taxed 40% even in New York City. You prove the opposite of what you were trying to. They get by just fine if they use a little more common sense in how they spend their money and don't sit there and spend it all on luxuries and things they don't need to, like three vacations a year. But even doing this, they're doing just fine. If they're struggling, it's due to making choices to buy luxuries they didn't need to have. They could live outside the city. They could drive Kias. They could send their kids to normal preschools and skip the piano and violin classes for their toddlers. They certainly could cut down on the donations to charity and could fucking for sure not vacation three times a year for $18,000. They could also do what many Americans do and not max out or contribute at all to their 401k. These two have it great. They do everything you're supposed to do financially. Life insurance, max out the 401k, $10,000 rainy day fund, home maintenance paid out of pocket, two nice cars. They own a home. They put their kids in quality schools and all the best activities. They have quality daycare for their kids. They're not asking their family to watch their kids. And they have money to save at the end of every month. They're a success story. They aren't the average Joe. They aren't struggling. They're what most Americans dream of someday, somehow, someway being if they had to friggin' murder someone to do it. Anyone who has actually struggled will throat punch you for suggesting that these two are. And this is the problem with the American elite on both the right and the left. Both sides have lost touch so much that they truly do think that these two are struggling. The financial samurai who is probably very financially savvy and manages his or her money better than I manage mine, probably would tell me that he posted this article to let the average person realize they aren't alone. He would also probably tell me that I'm dismissing rich people's struggles. Yes, yes I am. At some point you have to realize there are different types of struggles and how I can pay my kids violin lesson and make my 14k donation to feed the children this year is very different from how can I feed my kid. One, I have sympathy for. The other, I say, fuck the violin lesson. This has been a quick rant, a raving lunatic media production. As always, thank you for listening, and if you've liked this podcast, please give it a five-star review.